How Long Gone is brought to you by our friends over at NordVPN. Um, they provide privacy and flexibility for you to explore the global internet. Get connected to ultra-fast VPN servers anywhere around the globe to change your IP address and protect your browsing activities. Choose from over 5,500 NordVPN servers in 60 countries. You can also protect all your devices. Do you use Windows at work, Mac OS at home, and Linux for your special projects? Hell no. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a NordVPN application for each of these, plus apps for iOS and Android. Oh, and also encrypted proxy extensions for Chrome, Firefox, Edge, what the hell is that? Best of all, with one NordVPN account, you can secure up to six devices at the same damn time. I have six devices, exactly. So NordVPN is perfect for me. I use it for all of my uh, Kazakhstani MP3 websites where uh, I have to DJ Allison Roman's book release party this week. And in order for me to secure all these dance hit classics, I use NordVPN to bypass any type of... Mm -hmm. Funny business with, you know, paying artists money for their music. <laughs> Screw that. Just make sure you go to nordvpn.com slash HLG. It's a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. You can use it for so many different things, just general safety and security of your computing. Whether or not you're doing any funny business on the net, even if you're just a regular person, it's all there. Make sure you go to nordvpn.com slash HLG. And that will be the best deal on the internet, only through Hell Long Gone. It's Chris Black. It's Jason Stewart. Jason's still holding it down in uh, Manhattan, doing his little thing. And by that, I mean going to Equinox. Um, I am, um, in LA, I'm doing my little thing, um, which is, uh, going to, um, the gym as well. Different gym, different gym, different gym. But I, I, I found out the person who heats up the food. Okay. We have an update on the food heater is also in the army reserves, which is one of the, one of the most twisted thing. <laughs> so you said, thank you for your service, but <laughs> Thank you for your service. We got to keep the hot shrimp out of here. Smell like hot shrimp. Ryland, Ryland sent me a link and said Simper Fi this morning. <laughs> um, so, you know. So I'm, I, I'm about to fire was... up my shrimp on a shingle at oh, 0300 hours. <laughs> uh, oh, I was, I was dying about that one. But Equinox has, an, Equinox has a different set of problems, which Jason was able to capture today on his Apple iPhone. Yeah, I think it's the, uh, the Kara Swisher effect is happening in New York. The tech takeover mm -hmm. is, is well and alive in certain sectors of, of New York City, mm -hmm. as I'm sure you know, mm -hmm. Chris, as a part-time resident. Mm -hmm. If you're blindfolded and dropped off inside this Equinox... It could have been uh, Cupertino, for all I know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the problem. You know what I mean? Is that the, this, this, these tech types, the Kara Swishers of the world, have crept into every facet and corner of city living with their m money mm -hmm. and ugly stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like it's you know, um, and and don't get me wrong, I'll gladly accept uh, <laughs> money, uh, for, you know, for for services. Uh, that that's fine, but I don't want to have to see. Yeah, that's fine. I don't have to see you. But Jason sent us a picture today in the group chat, and it was it was a a woman on the treadmill. It looked like she had a full laptop set up, like she was at her 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 standing <laughs> treadmill desk. 
uh, yes. over the, over there in, in, in San Francisco. That that's Is that correct? Is that what I saw? That's correct. And I knew that she definitely ran some type of value proposition equation in her spreadsheet in terms of like <laughs> buying a treadmill desk and, you know, versus. The, the Klarna payments versus the, you know, the amenity service at the New York Equinox, which is sure. they clean it every every other year. And you just kind of have to navigate around all the piss and stuff. But she was she was like, hey, fuck it. Why the hell not? I mean, people use the lobby of the Equinox as like their home office as well. Yeah, what's the diff? Which like every time I come down and I see like a weird looking like business guy who's like 49, like chilling in, in, in the Equinox lobby, like yeah. doing work. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. well, I guess I'm about to get uh, I, I have like a fantasy of like this guy should not be here. So I'm assuming he's going to like give me some type of uh, legal paperwork <laughs> like uh, Mr. Stewart, you have been served yeah. like that's, no, that's see, the vibe that these I people see give up. There's a guy that I pass when I'm leaving if I leave at the right time. And unfortunately, he is also uh, he has his food in a some sort of Tupperware receptacle. He's got his IBM set up <laughs> and he's going ThinkPad mode with the off brand over ears on. Mm -hmm. And it's not like there's it's not a nice area. It's like a bar stool. It's not like he's, you know what I mean? It's it, it's not it's not like it's full we work over there. No, no, it, it's, it's still like a um, when you're at the airport and they're like, here's the business center and it's like a high top table with yes, yes. Um, like a, a USB port that a kid crammed like gum into four years ago. Yes, yes, that is exactly that is exactly it. And I am I just you know and and I don't mean to obviously I want everyone out there exercising getting their heart rate heart rate up you know making sure that, that they're healthy oh yeah but you know if you can talk or type um I'm gonna say that's not really you know <laughs> it, it's kind of like when people say they're going they're they're exercising and they run with like a stroller or their dog sure I'm like I know that that is technically moving your body so under under God's law that is considered <laughs> exercise better than better than nothing it's better than nothing, but if you're on a treadmill at Equinox and you're able to fire off some emails and Outlook, I just don't. I just don't think you're really getting it's, after it's, it. It's it's unfocused, deep work on both ends of the spectrum. Yes, yeah, I think I think the Lulus stay dry. But they do say that like there there that is a prime fat burning heart rate zone where yeah yeah you're you're able to have a conversation, but it's a kind of a short, curt one, and you know you can get the job done. You're not. You know, you're not speaking comfortably, but you're able to be like, yeah, man, what? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, uh, if you're in that zone, allegedly, that's that is your sweet spot for fat burning zone. But nobody in New York needs to burn any fat. So I don't understand what the point of that is. <laughs> well, I guess wasting time. I mean, and they yeah, have knishes here for Christ's sake. During during certain phases of my workout journey, you know, it's Hunter would say to me, like, if all right, once you can comfortably talk, it's time for the next set. Mm. Basically, like once you, you know, once you slow down to the point where we can have a conversation, it's time to get back, back under the two plates, right, right, you know, right. Or, or whatever, or whatever it may be. Um, but I'm glad that you're um, enjoying your time in New York. Um, yeah, that's great. I was able to drive um, 35 minutes uh, across town in a convertible last night, blasting REM as the sun was setting. It's giving the shards, but go on. It is giving the shards, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening <laughs> to Susie and the Banshees, <laughs> uh, and uh, to have dinner with with Al and and Davide at a at a restaurant called Hatchet Hall. Yeah, 
I know you love that name. I mean, the name is absolutely insane. I, I don't understand. <laughs> like, it feels like a different time. And that time is 2016. But it also could be a Vampire Weekend song. Like, I can't tell. You know, I don't I don't <laughs> oh, know exactly. I mean, it could be the name of an axe-throwing yeah, of course. Uh, institution. Yeah. Obviously, that's a little too on the nose. Sorry, carry on. No, but I just I hadn't driven across L.A. in such a long time. I don't know, man. There was just something that felt great. I didn't mind, is what I'm trying to say. I didn't mind traversing the city because the weather was great, the music was nice, the sparkling water was cold, sure. and I knew on the other end of this drive, the company would be pleasant. A kitten was purring. Exactly. Davide was able to drive one of his 15 cars to the restaurant you know, from, Pas <laughs> from Pasadena. It was no problem. So we were able to, we were able to, we were able to share a meal and break. I have a small collection. <laughs> yeah, we were able to. Yeah, he showed me a new watch he got. I mean, it was a, you know, it was a classic. Oh wow! It was a classic night, and and I just, you know, I, I wanted to shout out to our friends at Bezel. I wanted to say that this this restaurant, which we talked about, it did seem it seems like a place that would be kind of turkey legish, you know, it, like a meat forward. Uh, menu meats of a Victorian era of a bygone yeah. era, but luckily they did have a full page of of vegetables and and I have to say some of the offerings really blew me away. Delicious arugula. There was a an, an amazing Brussels sprout. I'm assuming they turned broccolini on its head. I mean, bro, the broccolini was unrecognizable. I mean, I I've never seen broccolini like this before. Slathered in, in XO sauce. I've never <laughs> They don't know this. This is one of the. This is this is one of the. This is one of the wider restaurants I've been to. I don't think they had the XO. No, we we do XO a little differently here. I'm sure. I'm sure one of the guys in the kitchen was wearing some XO merch, maybe, but I don't think they had the, they had the sauce. There's on a the, lot of XO uh, merch in the dish pit for sure. <laughs> <laughs> crew love head ass in the dish pit um but yeah it was it was a it was a nice night I, I drove home a little chilly with the top down you know and it was it was wow. it's just a classic la i'm trying to pack in as much la as i can Jason. no i mean i'm imagining there's a there's an old arcade game called cruising usa yeah, of course is one of the i'm sure you're familiar with it but our, our younger listeners might not know but it had a very kind of palm tree, eight bit yeah, palm yeah. trees going by, and the sun's going down on your on your Ferrari Testarossa. Mm -hmm. Not a care in the world. The only pedestrians walking by are blonde women in bikinis. No matter what time of the day <laughs> of it course, is, no matter what course. stretch yeah, yeah. of road that you're traversing. Uh. <laughs> and it, it's rare nowadays in the year 2023 that we do cruise USA, unless we're you know. An Amazon employee. <laughs> Not a lot of folks are cruising USA. <laughs> that's how that's how Amazon <laughs> should pitch the job to the employees. Like, bro, it's just like a video game. You just get to drive across. It's so sick. Dude, Amazon Simulator 3.0. It's we're we're not that far away. The new Amazon game for your for your Nintendo <laughs> Switch is coming soon. My um my brother was telling me there's a friend of the show, art musical artist North Americans. You uh, you're yeah. familiar, but um yes. He he told me that he's going to do uh his album release party on Twitch where they have the they have a video game called like they have like flight simulator games and like yeah, truck yeah. driver simulator games where they're like 100% realistic exactly how it would would be in the real thing and lots of people are like forklift simulator and it's just dudes who love mm -hmm. and and ladies yeah the all the people that listen to two tones podcast that operate forklifts are, are kind of <laughs> they like to do it when they get home look, too it's an honest day's pay <laughs> for an honest I, day's look, work i agree i agree i have no no shouts no shots at the at the community of forklift operators once you get your certification letter in the mail yeah 
I know. The amount of fucking clunge <laughs> that comes strolling in through the door. I keep that butchy balls. I, I keep I keep that thing displayed right over the sink. You know what I mean? So all <laughs> but, the guests know. <laughs> so so he's he's going to be playing the truck driver simulator game where it's just like him making a run from Tucson to Tuscaloosa. And then on the car stereo, we'll be playing on loop his new album. That is really good. And it's just like people can go on Twitch and just watch him like cruise, (laughs) cruise down I-95 as the sun's coming up. Listen to the song. They're like breaker, breaker. Does it it show him pulling over to get head from a a lot lot lizard? Or is that a different, is that that pay-per-view? Is that different? That's really funny. That's really, that's a great idea. That's really good. I love when people. But that's, that's an example of taking something as dorky as the metaverse yes and vr and all that stuff and, and just finding cool. a new just just taking one knob and turning it in a way that nobody else did no that's really good to imagine chris saying like oh that sounds cool i want to check that out to a guy doing a twitch stream i know look it's 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 rare unless it's it's like one of drake's picks it's like yukon <laughs> versus <laughs> florida state the odds <laughs> the odds are not in your favor unless unless it's unless it's diplo in a bathing suit somewhere with six turntables twitch doesn't open on my on my laptop that's for fucking sure uh-huh. um we do uh have a guest today uh sabrina uh you may know her as blonde shell her uh, self-titled debut album is out on april 7th uh via partisan records um i've been listening to this for a while it's it's really some chris shit she's also going on uh jimmy fallon on april 4th damn she doing fallon her late night debut is april 4th the the week of release which is a nice little that's huge i'm friends with her uh her her manager shira put me onto this when it was like a soundcloud thing and was basically like watch me cook and she has in fact cooked um so i you know it's it's so you've been following her journey beasting in the underground to the main stage of jimmy fallon that's yeah the jimmy fallon main stage no i mean that's huge it is i agree i mean hopefully he doesn't make her play twister um or or you know any other or have to sing someone else's song hopefully she gets to perform kind of her her song you know like that's the intention but you never know with Jimmy. He gets crazy after a couple whiskeys. You know that. I was I was unfortunately listening to a podcast and they were interviewing Andy Samberg and he's he was talking about when he did his SNL edition. One of his impressions was Jimmy Fallon at a funeral. <laughs> I was just like, oh wow, it's like really sad. It's like so sad. Like that's good. That's really funny. Andy Samberg. Who 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 remembers him? What is he doing? Is he is he might be beasting in the underground? I he feel lives like in Beechwood. He's married to Joanna Newsome. I used to see him in Beechwood. I used to see yeah. them walking the st- the streets. Oh, he's yeah, around. He's around. Him. Well, I'm I mean, sure they're God having bless. dope dope dinner parties where the guitar comes out. Oh fuck. <laughs> No, I got this green egg. It's really, it's really cool. I'm into smoking right now, but I, I don't know. I mean, the beer stuff I kind of put on hold because there wasn't enough room in the garage for kind of the, all the equipment. So Emil brought over some really good meads that we're probably going to open up. <laughs> They're actually too cold, the, so we're going to kind of warm them. Not, <laughs> not the meads. Also, yeah, sorry, we did, we did announce uh, our tour dates today. Uh, we're coming to uh, Philadelphia. Uh, Atlanta, Chicago. We're doing just like heaven in LA, and then we're uh, heading over to bloody London again. Tickets on sale Friday uh, at 10 a.m. local time. Um, and uh, we also are happy to say we are with the uh, Talkhouse Network now. Yeah. They will be selling ads for us so that uh, we will never have to succumb to Patreon and give you um, second second tier content that you don't want. 
Um, and that is the How Long Gone Promise. Thank you to Ian and all the guys at TalkHouse. Thank you to Josh at CAA. Uh, thank you to uh, Deadline for always keeping us in the <laughs> trades. That's all I care about. Truly all he cares about. Yeah, it's like, I, you know, if if, it, if I see Deadline and Hollywood Reporter in the same day, I, I forget that you have to make money from this. You know, it feels like that's the payment. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'll get your tickets. Um, we're really excited to come back to all these places, and hopefully there'll be some fun stuff kind of built around it as yeah. well. And if uh, And if you were, in my DMs whining and complaining that we're not coming to your city we are going to be doing some more shows later in the year and we will announce those when the time comes um, but if you are in other cities and you're wondering why we're not coming there <laughs> you kind of know like for the people who are like oh what no New York dates I'm like we're gonna do new york but then the people who are in like yeah if you're in denver if you're in denver we are definitely not coming back and it's personal this time it's personal no i said i said once we're big enough to do red rocks we will return to denver that's fair that's fair all right let's uh let's let's uh chat with sabrina hey there overwhelmed foodies are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same fear not because amidst the chaos there's one shining star worth your culinary affection home chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea they're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh, and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole-body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with considerably less shedding thank god take the first step to visibly thicker healthier hair for a limited time Nutrafol is offering our listeners ten dollars off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long all one word find out why over 4500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair Nutrafol.com spelled n-u-t R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> dot com promo code how long. That's neutral.com promo code how long.
How Long Gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash how long. Nice. Sabrina, do you happen to have headphones? Let me find them. Hold on. Sounds like Chris didn't advance with you. We're sorry about that. <laughs> He's had a lot on his plate. He had to drive to dinner yesterday. <laughs> I had to drive. I had okay, to drive. I think we're good. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're, you're recording. Sabrina, I like that you have a PA system kind of flanking you. It looks like really, it's really professional vibes. Is this just for home performances? This is just simply my apartment okay um it's for home demos okay and yeah that's the sole purpose and listening to music oh so you can you you blast on those as oh, well I'm it's not just the worst for your own brand the worst neighbor in la i'm in an apartment building not a house Ew. i practice like the worst parts of my voice to try to make it stronger <laughs> It sounds horrible. And then I also blast music from here. Okay. Okay. So so you're saying you work on the parts of your voice that need the most work, which are the worst parts, which yes. I think is a really good skill and exercise to take part of, even though it's a, I'm assuming it's very difficult. Is that something that you decided to do yourself or did you have a, a mentor or a manager telling you to do that? Um, I went to school for music and I feel like it's probably something they told me to do when I was there. So it's like, if I'm learning a new song or I'm getting ready to do a song or a show or whatever, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, these are the hardest parts. So I'm just going to like drill them until they're less intimidating. I get it. It's like Chris with his squats. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm not going to get deeper if I can't, if I don't practice. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's, just, it's like doing a squat with your mouth. Chris is really <laughs> yeah, good at it's that. It's like doing a squat yeah. with your mouth. That's a good way to Perfect. put it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, Perfect. Have you, Next have question. Have you had a confrontation with any neighbors due to your kind of noise issues? No, but there's a vibe. Like when I moved <laughs> in, my next door neighbor was so nice and she would be like, oh my God, hey, how's it going? Like, how's your week? Mm -hmm. And then slowly it got like the interactions got kind of like icier and icier. <laughs> and now it's just like, hey. So you don't you don't even get the Christmas card anymore. It's that bad. <laughs> it's it's bad. She quiet quit you as a neighbor. She kind of phased you. <laughs> she fizzled you, as they say in the dating world. She fizzled you. Yeah, she cooled as off a as a neighbor. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you know what? As soon as she sees your ass on Fallon, is going to be singing mm-hmm. a different tune. You know what I mean? Shit changes. Hey, oh, girl. Did, I see you on, did I see you on TV last night? That's so crazy. Do you know what? Amazing. Is there a way I can pre-save the album on Spotify? I just want, I know that's good for you guys. I just want to show my support. Uh, I bought the record. I don't even have a, a turntable. I had some uh, issues with noise in New York uh, for a long period of time, and. Um, um, it kind of haunts me still. I feel like it's a phantom limb kind of situation. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a deep hatred for loud music, and I don't, I don't know why. I mean, obviously, I'm old. That's part of it, I think. But also, I just don't feel the need to rock like that loudly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. Do you think my problem is age, or do I have bad taste, or am I just uncool? No, I. I don't love loud music when it's coming from somebody else. Okay, okay. So you only you <laughs> you know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. But um, but it's not like outside of loud hour. Well, mm-hmm. I think I think you know? loud hours. That's what Jason calls his weed smoking breaks. <laughs> I think loud. I think. <laughs> I think loud hours are different for everyone, unless we're talking straight up business. Mm-hmm. Unless we're talking like you're only blasting. Fucking Liz Fair from nine a.m. to five. I work from home, Mama. I work from home. I like, have. What do you think hours. those hours are? Like ten to nine. Okay, see that. Maybe. Let me let me just tell you now, as a concerned citizen, that is not correct. No? Uh, and, and no, that is not correct. Ten is is reasonable. Nine. I'm I'm kind of tucking in. I'm kind of tucking in. So we're gonna have to cut that off at six. Tucker's on from eight to nine. At nine, he's brushing his teeth. Nine oh three, he's in bed. <laughs> nine, you're winding down. <laughs> yeah. Not Tucker. Not not Tucker. Not not Fox News. Oh, I'm Tucker. Mm-hmm. I'm tucking mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Tucking into bed. Okay, to, I'm glad we cleared clear. that up. I want to be very clear. No, I watch him for research. <laughs> <laughs> we we have to we have, we do this podcast a lot. We have to have stuff to talk about. You the know, art of war is know your enemy. So you're saying that, you, but what time are if you're what time are you going to bed? I'm like trying actively to go to bed earlier and earlier because i wake up really early regardless of what time i go to bed same same really yeah us too yeah have you tried fentanyl (laughs) (laughs) do you think it's the grussel inside you that you just have to get up and start grinding and you can't help yourself no it's anxiety yeah yeah it's it's anxiety (laughs) yeah answer choice b please uh do you I mean, do you, is that because of of your your exploding career, or do you think it's partly just like I had too much coffee today? It's always been that way. I think if I have more to do, it will get worse. Because like there have been times where I wake up early and I'm able to go back to bed, but now I like wake up and I'm up. But you you know the difference. Like you'll wake up too early. You look at your phone and you're like, God damn it! And you know. Like, oh, I can go back to bed and get another hour and a half of, like, bad sleep. And then sometimes, you know, like, no, this is it. I'm up. I just might as well get up and mm-hmm. start doing my cold break. There's always, like, a shred of hope when I look at my phone. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe I'll be able to go back to bed. But I kind of know, like, if I if I really open my phone, I'm up. And I try not to, but I always do. So yeah. if you're if okay, so if, if the Instagram app opens, it's I'm up. But if you just check the time, you might be able to get a couple more minutes of shut up. Yeah. Yeah. My my tip for that is you can you can open your phone, don't open any social media, mm-hmm. especially TikTok, because then it's like truly over. But open your podcast app if you listen to podcasts and then just have a selection of 
boring enough but entertaining enough podcasts. Yeah. And the, and just play one of those, close your eyes, go back to sleep, and it'll really kind of cut through the noise and help you go back to bed. Yeah. And there's so many boring podcasts out there to listen to. Obviously not ours. The, no, there really are. Like, <laughs> I've been... <laughs> yeah. You know what? My, Preach, my brother. new thing... My, there really are. My new thing is... So my boyfriend likes science and like math and things that I don't like. Oh, so you guys just talk, you guys just talk and you fall asleep. That's easy. <laughs> well, I call him and I'm like, can you, can you tell me some, like a science thing? Can you walk me through a science thing? Start talking big head. Yeah. And we have this one oh, the square root of fourth that I always go back to, which is like, they're try they're trying to do something with like mosquito evolution where they're trying <laughs> They're trying to make them unable to give people diseases, but okay. there's this very complicated scientific process, how they're doing that. And so I have him explain it to me when I can't sleep. Mosquito evolution. They're opening for string cheese in some cities as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, is, okay. this is a very cool bespoke service that I think, I don't know, I don't know if, how your boyfriend's doing financially, but I feel like this is an opportunity for him to capitalize <laughs> because it's like, yeah, get, mm -hmm. all, we can get him in the room at headspace and we're going <laughs> to, we're going to get a six, seven figure deal on this. And also it's good because I feel like your boyfriend like you'll you'll call him and you and you'll be like, it's time, do do the thing again, and he knows exactly, <laughs> and he fires it up so quickly because he does the same exact thing when he's trying not to come fast. He just <laughs> thinks about mosquitoes and science and stuff. So he already has one chambered and ready to go. If it's a sports guy, he just names, he just spells out college football team. Yeah, that's a that's a classic move. But I think I think that the I think that this is honestly a service. This is like a nice service because I've never thought about this. Yeah, because Jason always, Jason always recommends that kind of the the boring podcast thing. But I don't know, I don't know where to look. You know, you have to like think of that's like a lot of pre work is mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. This sounds maybe we can use AI to help you out, Chris. I need all that. I need all the help I can get. I don't know. I sleep fine, actually. I'm good. I, I'm I'm totally fine. I go to sleep. I, You're good. Yeah, I have a lot of other problems, as you can probably tell, but I'm totally fine when it comes to sleeping, and it's a it's a blessing for me because I need that rest. Yeah, that's huge. It's like a superpower, actually. Uh yeah, I mean until like the night terrors start or you get some type of like Parkinson's. The key is that you guys, Knock on you guys wood. probably watch TV before bed, and that's that's the number one thing you shouldn't do. Ooh, that's the number one thing you shouldn't do. Major facts. But what if it brings me joy, <laughs> and I rely on it emotionally? That, that for, <laughs> you know who says that? Heroin addicts. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, <laughs> doing heroin brings me joy, and I actually rely on it emotionally. And then they're like, "So cool, how do you feel the next day?" And you're like, "Not great. You're like, not, not great. so good. Not so good." I wake up in jail. I have these circles. Under my eyes. <laughs> I just think that that's something that everybody should try to resist, but we, we it's really hard for us. I think as a, you have to like really keep it out of of the bedroom. But in LA, our TV is on wheels, so it's hard for me. I I, I don't have a leg to stand on because the TV just moves. It's not mounted to the wall, mm. you know. So I, it's it's tough. It's tough. What you're going through. What you're going through. Pray for me. So you you said you live in LA, Sabrina. Mm hmm. Yeah. What what neighborhood are we talking about? Like East Hollywood, kind of Silver Lake border. Okay. I want to. I'm thinking of moving more east. 
I'm thinking of like Mount Washington. Don't vibes. do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Trust that's me. That's what everyone's response has been. That's good. That you have some good people in your life. Trust me on this. Come west with me. Come over to West Hollywood. Sabrina, this is the what, center of the world, baby. What year is your Range Rover? <laughs> can I can I tell you something? I don't have a driver's license. Not fucked up. Was it because you grew up in New York and you just never had to deal with it? Yeah. So are you taking the bus? Yeah. <laughs> I'm walking. Where the fuck are you walking to at East Hollywood? I'm not walking anywhere. You got to check out walking. Hot girl walks. <laughs> Walk over and get some Thai soup. That's like bone broth. Yeah, I'll just Uber over to Larchmont, walk around, get some lunch. <laughs> I love I love the idea. I love the idea of you Ubering to Larchmont, getting out, walking to lunch and then getting an Uber and going home. Like I just I kind of <laughs> strolled today. It was great. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I walked to ice cream after as well. Yeah, they have a Jenny's over there. I, they have a salt and straw, which most people prefer. But actually, I was talking about this last night. Larchmont is 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 unfortunately going to be ruined soon. Why? There's just too many popular businesses going in. Mm. There's too much. Like I, I found out uh, from an inside source that Tironi is going in. Got so. Oh no! Next to Levan, <laughs> the bakery from New York. It's just gonna. For you, Sabrina, it's fine because you don't have to deal with parking. But for those of us that are drivers, parking is yeah. just effed. You know what I mean? You're fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, we're have you have you fucked. considered learning to drive one day? Well, I go through phases where like sometimes I feel really emboldened, and I'm like I've driven my friend's car around the parking lot. Like I'm gonna go get my license, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then and then I'll see something scary or like you know we'll have to swerve or something, and I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not getting it. Okay. So I go back and forth. And also, I'm like, I don't know, I'm going on tour a lot this year. I'm like, there's no need. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to try to use tour as an excuse. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that this is something you need to do for yourself. I think this is a step you need to take. And I can't imagine. No, I, I think I like where her head's at because she's kind of like, if I hold out about one more year, I'll be driven and I won't really need. <laughs> I don't oh, really need to like drive my own car. I just somebody text me when the town car's out front. Yeah, you're betting on yourself. You're betting on yourself for the Escalade to just kind of be idling outside over there. Okay, I mean, I like that. If that's, <laughs> we like that too. If no that's shit. what you're, if that's <laughs> if that's what you're trying to do, that feels a little better. But I feel like you're more. I feel like you're operating from a place of fear. Fear of dying in a car crash? No, it's more of like self awareness because I know my skill set and I just feel like. <laughs> my lack of like motor skills and attention hand-eye coordination exactly i feel like that would make it difficult so i kind of feel like it's more self-awareness than fear okay so okay i mean i i'm glad that you're i'm glad that you're telling yourself that and i think that that's gonna <laughs> work that's gonna work for now and i think that's fine that's all i need as it pertains to driving you don't have the dog in you and it's important <laughs> to be aware of that mm -hmm. i wanted to um i was listening to some of your music while i was pumping it up at the gym today sabrina and i, I noticed that you had there's a there's multiple mentions in your lyrics about guys being dicks. Could you walk us through <laughs> your dick history and where you know the root of all those words are? Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> they're just <laughs> my dick history. Dick history might be a new segment on this podcast. We just discovered dick history one hundred and one. Sounds like a character on Mad Men, actually. Yeah, His name's Dick History. Dick history just landed the Pepsi account, so it's going. He's he's. <laughs> Dick history is working for me. I'm using it to my advantage. <laughs> I just thought that only assholes were hot. Like, I didn't think a nice guy was, like, attractive. 
And I don't know exactly where that came from. I still don't feel that way. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I stand with you. I stand with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, nice guys just don't have it. So, so basically, the only type of guy that you found attractive were the bad boys, mm-hmm. not the nice guys. And you didn't think it was possible to find a person to be a nice person as well as sexually attracted to them. Yeah, I sort of was like, that's a nice idea. And it's a nice thing in theory but it won't actually happen for me (laughs) right i wanted i wanted to be attracted to people that i thought were nice and had everything i wanted personality wise it just like wasn't physically happening well i think i think that's a normal thing that happens to many people yeah everybody i've dated i don't know what to attribute it to i think it's a lot of things but yeah it changed with therapy yeah i think once you get a little bit older and then your priorities of what you're looking for in a partner change and therapy does play a huge role in that. But, you know, it's you never get it out of your system 100% to want to have sex with assholes, you know? There is just something that's always going to be hot about a dick. Yeah, yeah. Sabrina, let me recommend something something for you to try. What about Rich? Because, <laughs> you know, like, I that that's kind of, that's, that's, you know, to me, that's pretty good, too, that's is cool. all I'm saying. I just, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. I She's like warmer, warmer. <laughs> I just think I just I'm you know if you're looking to branch out, may I just make a recommendation? That's, that's all. That's int- I haven't considered. That's interesting. Yeah, the the rich makes the dick easier to swallow. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a little bit it's a little bit of a you know it's not I wouldn't say controversial, but you grew up in New York, you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Like that's a you know you see it around. It's a very popular in the fashion industry that I work in for all of the brilliant beautiful women that work at i don't know vogue you know they the salaries are so low they can't afford the clothing so they date a well-to-do maybe finance mergers and acquisitions you know vc guy and they're able to the relationship is able to work because they're both getting what they want out of it you know what i'm saying i don't think it would work for me why not a finance guy i just don't see it that'd be really funny if you had a finance guy boy that'd be really funny imagine (laughs) i feel like it would go in terms of like attracted it would go assholes nice guys finance guys last yeah yeah okay that's where do you uh where do scientists fit on that scale <laughs> scientists are at yeah, yeah. the top yes of course Appar- apparently i agree that wouldn't work for you uh probably just lifestyle differences mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. but growing up in new york you've you've had to uh, you've, you've had a front row seat to finance bros your whole life i mean that's just it's got to be such a turnoff for you more you know compared to somebody from la i think that's a big part of why i'm not attracted to it yeah yeah i don't want to date the kind of people i grew up around Mm -hmm. yeah i mean me too and thank god they're all pregnant and their husband's a plumber um so i'm kind (laughs) of i'm all set i mean it kind of they kind of decided for me um but you know in Mm -hmm. new york i think that so did you peak early you think did you go like absolutely fucking insane and then at like 16 you're like i'm over it well i got sober at 22 and I'm 25 now. That's pretty early. That's pretty early. Getting sober at 22 means you had to peak like a while before that. Because mm-hmm. that was like, that's like the worst of it. So it had already been going downhill. So you were a beast at 14. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, now, what were you going to clubs? Like, were we out in the city? Because I feel like uh, we could have even crossed paths, even though our age difference is so large. Yeah, but not 14, like 16. Right. We were going out. You guys could have bought Coke from the same person. Oh, totally. <laughs> exactly. Where were we? Totally. 
It was a lot of like, right, you I'll know let... the cobblestone in the meatpacking district? Yes, sure. It was a lot of like, I'm trying to wear heels for the first time and I'm drunk and I'm falling because mm, I'm trying to walk on the cobblestone wow. with all my friends and then we're going to kicked out. Like, it was that vibe. So is this like Boom Boom Room, the Jane, like LeBan? Unfortunately. Yeah, wow, that's... That's great. Well, I'll go through your phone later and see if Pretty Tony is saved in your phone, too. But you know what I mean? All right, guys. On the count of three, read your drug dealer's phone number. God. I mean, I think I, I didn't get sober until I, I, I have been sober for all, like six and a half years, almost seven years. But it, I, I waited much longer than you. Um, but I do appreciate the like I have a, a handful of friends that are in a similar position to you where it was kind of like early. Get it out of the way, which I am envious of in some ways because i obviously feel so much better but also i just feel like i'm operating on a higher level mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with the clarity that comes with it so it's like i can't even imagine what i could have accomplished if i would have come to that at 22 versus you know 34 yeah i feel like the more time that you accumulate when you're drinking or doing whatever it is that you do there's just the more to look back on and be like, oh, shit, I wish I hadn't done that or I wish I hadn't said that to that person or whatever. Yeah, of course. And yeah. that's like one of the reasons I'm glad that I got sober earlier in life is I'm just like, thank God I didn't have more time to like embarrass myself in L.A. in front of people. Thank you. OK. Yeah. Thank you for rubbing that in. No, but not <laughs> With your level of anxiety, you couldn't be able to handle that. Yeah, I, I, that was one of the reasons I got sober. It was just like the anxiety of waking up and being like, oh, God. What did I say last night? Yeah, yeah. And that's something That's something I think everybody deals with on some level. I think it just bothers some people more than others. It's <laughs> the totally. reality. It truly it was. It's it was so rare that I ever thought that, which I guess is a problem, <laughs> which makes which makes me fun and it's bad, you know. But I was I would always wake up and be like, I probably said some sideways shit, but also like, who cares? Well, you're 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 pretty reserved in general, though. I'm I, I'm a little more of a wild card, and I feel like yeah. I, I could see Sabrina, even though we've only known each other for a little while, being a wild card as well. Big time, big time. Because <laughs> I'm sort of reserved, <laughs> like in normal life, but then if I would. If I was out and I was partying, it was like the opposite. Yeah, yeah, sure. You turn, Things you turn into you go sicko mode, as they say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, that's right. You're gonna fight somebody at Carl's Jr. It's just gonna happen. It's just yes. gonna happen. I, yeah. I don't. Um, yeah. I mean, I think does this does this impact? Like, do you feel pretty comfortable now? I, I feel very comfortable. Like, it doesn't bother me to be in whatever situation like it doesn't affect me at all it doesn't trigger me or like make me think i you know whatever are you in a similar position has it been long enough or do you still feel you know uncomfortable sometimes no i really i feel lucky because i'm in a lot of situations now where it's like oh there are a lot of people getting fucked up around me mm -hmm. but it does not trigger me i think when i first got sober i was like very focused on all of the good parts of partying and it, everything else had just escaped me sure for some period of time i was like i don't remember why i decided to do this mm -hmm. but that changed over time i think just like drilling it and being like here were all of the horrible things yeah. that came with that so it's not i don't really get triggered very often that's good which i'm yeah, I'm happy. That's about good that. because I, I fight against this a lot because of the rise of these silly like mocktails mm -hmm, mm -hmm. really it's really a <laughs> thorn in my fucking side because i'm like yeah. i don't know anyone who likes this I, I don't know anyone who's buying these 
and who drinks these because I imagine that you're a water drinker just like me. I can see it in your eyes. Yeah. Well, that stuff, it also just tastes like shit. I've tried that. That's, <laughs> that's also, so that's bad. a good point. That's, that's a good point. I just don't <laughs> think it's, it's like, it's like if they tried to make carb-free bread. Like, it's not good. It's not going to The cleaning to work. lady won't even take them. Yeah. yeah, like, you can't... Yeah, it's like out by the back door. You can't do anything. But yeah. I'm glad that you... <laughs> I'm glad, because I think that... I mean, also, things have just changed so much since, like, when Jason and I were, were your age, even, it was like everything kind of revolved around partying in a way that it just doesn't anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that's partly techno- like technology being so prominent and also just, like priorities shifting a little bit but like everyone i ever looked up to or glorified whether it was a musician and someone famous or even like a local hero type person mm-hmm. it was it, it always involved like drug use yeah you know like and it's just it's it's crazy to watch that completely shift as as we've gotten older where that's not glorified at all anymore yeah i definitely felt the effects of that being glorified like with TV when I was growing up, we're like, I've been looking at all these um, pictures of 2000s characters because I'm making this like Instagram filter thing that's like, what 2000s character are you? Yeah. Because yeah. of the song Veronica Mars. Yes, yes. So I'm like looking at all these pictures and I'm like, it was very glorified with like skins and all these shows that I grew up watching. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of it, but also the music that I loved. Like I listened to a lot of new wave. That was what I was obsessed with. And like, I was obsessed with Lou Reed and all of these people that were singing about drugs. Yeah, I can't listen to Lou Reed sober. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah. Lou Reed. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, I sold, I went on Discogs and kind of unloaded my <laughs> Lou Reed stuff after, after this. <laughs> but, it, but yeah, like if you want to be a musician and you're a kid listening to all of that, it's really glorified in there as well. Absolutely. No, totally. I mean, I, I, I think especially in music that is good and cool. Yeah. Like it's not, you know what I mean? It's not going to, Ariana Grande is not talking about it, but no. like anything that, that you want to listen to but i i think that really has has changed a lot and it's like i don't know it's a, that's a big shift when you really think about the, it the the thing that's weird about it though is uh alongside all of those people that we idolize you know musically you know talking about drugs and celebrating and everything also all the greatest musicians died from overdoses and everyone was like damn that sucks still doing drugs like nobody was like yeah oh damn they got kurt they got winehouse they got elliot smith maybe i should stop partying so hard nobody has ever said that you know yeah yeah because i think in this really twisted way they were also glorified for dying really young and it from drugs and all these ways i don't know i think people would kind of say oh don't do drugs don't like drink too much and blah 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 but under that kind of surface level warning was like yeah but here's the 27 club and that's going to become a thing and we're going to talk about it in tv and like that's true so yeah i think there was complicated messaging about people who died young from drugs it's it's tough because i joke all the time but there's there's nothing you can do that's better for your career than die if if you've if you've put out some um if you like amy winehouse is the greatest example I don't I can't envision I'm a I'm a Winehouse head. I cannot envision how Winehouse ages. Like where do you go from there mm. musically even? Like where do you go from there? It's like it doesn't get better than that really. Elliot Smith is pretty similar. I mean he he put out a lot more music obviously than than Amy Winehouse did, but it's like it, it's it's 
tough. It's like, what do you, I can't imagine Amy Winehouse being 50 years old. If you take the addiction out of it and I'm like, okay, where would she have gone with music? Yeah. I feel like, yeah, it couldn't have evolved into something else because that's just who she was. So I feel like she would have to just like stop early and go like live a beautiful life somewhere. Yeah. She lives out in Somerset with her dogs. Yeah. She would have to go Sade mode. Yeah. Yeah, She would have to go Sade mode. Or she would do something or the other way, which would be obviously worse, is is like a Vegas standards kind of residency vibe because her voice is so well suited for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, how do you feel about how do you feel about all these suckers doing this residency shit? You know what I'm saying? You got your boy Harold Harry Styles, he doesn't he doesn't he goes, I do ten days, I do ten days, I do ten days. I think it's a cop out personally. No, I'm like live your life. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> No, I know. I mean, obviously, it sounds <laughs> like wonderful. if I play two shows, I played two. I did a tour a couple months ago and I played two shows in L.A. at the end of it. And I was like, this is my version of a residency. I'm playing two shows at the El Rey and I get to wake up in my bed with my dog, eat my food and then show up at the venue at 4 p.m. And I was like, what a life. That's truly that's what Adele's doing in Vegas. Just a little different. You know, it's a little different. Slightly. Well, you know, which which and tall on a Wednesday is is what we that's what we have to do to to make it feel real. You know, yeah, <laughs> you got to play to some empty empty ish rooms. You know, it's part of the process. Yeah, I've I've played to a lot of empty ish rooms because I went <laughs> I moved out here when I was 18. So I've done a lot of these, like you're emailing people at the Dresden and seeing if they'll take you to do a set there for half an hour. Like I did a lot of that stuff with my friends when I moved here. I've been to a lot of those in my life and I always feel sorry for myself as well as the performer. Yeah. (laughs) It it doesn't work for anybody. (laughs) No, but I guess it's kind of character building. Oh, it totally is. I mean, I think that there's like a, well, I think that things have totally changed now where you can just kind of like, have a full career without ever having to eat shit in any way. So crazy. It's it's crazy. Like the eating shit part is is like you said, it kind of is like the character building. It's it's a big part of it, but like you can absolutely get signed by an A&R guy off fucking TikTok and then you're on the road and it's you're good to go, you know, and the algorithm serves you. But how how tough? Like I feel bad for people who have that because I'm like if you didn't have to eat shit and play at all these like open mics and there's two people and one of them's your best friend and like and you didn't do that stuff and you just put something on tiktok and it blows up first of all it's like how do you deal with the pressure of something blowing up so quickly but also then you have all these opportunities you're doing like you're supporting somebody on a really big tour you're going and doing these live sessions you're doing fallon you're doing fallon (laughs) and you've never you've never played ever and you're doing Fallon yeah how the fuck do you do that you and you wonder why Ice Spice performs so poorly because her very first concert is in front of 30,000 drunk drunk people it's really tough she got killed for that and I was like guys do you have any she they brought her out at fucking summer jam it was literally 40,000 people for her first performance I'm like guys that's not no one's gonna do well no one can do that no it's bad management it's really tough you can't you can't pull that off it's gonna be really hard but also you know you have to put in that work you have to eat shit you have to play for empty rooms and make no money and blah 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 so when you do get big and famous then you don't feel that weird insecurity or guilt or shame of having success because you feel like damn i really worked hard for this i i really was eating beans on toast for dinner and it really was tough and now i could truly appreciate this versus like 
damn, I'm a straight up fucking fraud. <laughs> TikTok, baby. <laughs> What's your TikTok intake looking like? I refuse to download the app. I was late to get on TikTok because like my 10 year old sister is on TikTok. I'm like, that's for her and her friends. I don't want to do this. Sure. But then I was sort of like, all right, I'm gearing up to start putting out this music that I have been working on for so long and I want people to hear it and blah, blah, blah. So I started posting little videos with it. You're like, maybe I should take a meeting with my 10 year old sister. Yeah, literally. She's, she's my new, <laughs> she's my new like, head of socials. I'm like, can you show me how to do this? Sabrina, sit down. We got to talk because this strategy is not working. So we need to kind of get into this before the, before the record comes. We'll do, we'll do a 245 and Maru. I'm just kind of <laughs> show you a couple things. I'll bring the iPad. I know that they don't really allow laptops, but it's fine. We can sit outside. Yeah. Sabrina, I had um, another lyrical question while I was pumping it up. You had a lyric, something similar to a, a derogatory way or referring to a guy wearing a front facing cap <laughs> as a bad thing. Uh-huh. And also uh-huh. the, the sex is usually bad when you're having sex uh-huh. with the guy who wears a front facing <laughs> cap. So does that mean you like it when fellas wear it to the side? Like, like Where, soldier boy style? Yeah. Or like- yeah. It's just to the side. It's actually only backwards. <laughs> okay. So you want, DJ drama mode or fully backwards, you're saying? I'm looking, you know what? I'm looking for no cap. Actually. Oh, this is okay, no cap. Okay, I see what you're not, not in the TikTok <laughs> way, but in the literal. Right, right, right. You want, you want vo- void of headwear in general. Yeah. But if you have to wear a hat, let's make it backwards. Uh, it, I, I guess if you have to wear a hat at all. It's a lesser of two evils. I've never heard someone attack front-facing hats and i really like it that's I why really, i added it to my I notes knew, because i knew these guys would hear it and be like shit she's talking <laughs> about me and the sex was bad these coppers they, i knew these they coppers. would know so <laughs> now i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to put any of these any of these fellas on blast but do you have was it a team hat was it like a dad hat of a restaurant like what kind <laughs> of hat was really sending you. It's not really a team hat. It's sort of these like more niche. Okay. Like I'm kind of artsy, but kind of not. I'm kind of cool, but kind of not. Like of course. this hat is sort of ironic. Okay, sure. But sure. it's actually not. It's like that kind of hat. Like a, it's like a, like maybe a Bass Pro Shops hat or like a Real Tree camo kind of thing. Not quite that. Well, actually, <laughs> <laughs> Dylan did wear a lot of Real Tree. Come to think of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I've I've actually been wearing a cap backwards lately just to try to appear more masculine i don't know if it's working or not it's pretty cool it's not it's not let me tell you something it's not it's not bad no i mean there's something about a guy wearing a backwards hat if you pull it off correctly it's difficult but i think it could work it feels too like luke from gilmore girls to me or something when like i need a dose of that i mean when a guy jason's age tries to stunt with the backwards hat on i'm just like that's incredible that's what that's what it feels and i mean you know Luke is hot, obviously. Like he did well for himself, but like, yeah. Well, t- turning your hat backwards adds like eleven testosterone points. Okay, it's just it's free money sitting right there. It's but like a PPP I think loan. it's like TTT loan. It can come off so uncool to wear a backwards cap that it loops back around to being cool. Because the degree of difficulty, if you do pull it off, you're like, God damn, what's his name? Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> How is this yeah. working? And the guy's probably like, yeah, I fuck Ethel Kane and Lana Del Rey. Suck my dick. My hat's backwards yeah. all, all day long. What are you going to do about it, loser? And you're like, 
I'm forced to stand. Don't bring Salem into this. That guy's a, <laughs> a that guy's an anomaly. That guy that guy the way that the whole Exactly. Women love an anomaly. And fellas too. The hold that that gay man has over women is truly unbelievable. Oh, I've, never, on, I've never seen anything like it. It's amazing. It's it's truly it's truly amazing. <laughs> but he can pull off workwear that you can't, Jason, that's and that's something you need to remember. I'll hang a picture faster. I didn't yeah, I've never heard I've never heard an attack on the hat community like this. This is good. Yeah, be. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no, it's fine. I, like- I mean, it really, I mean, it jumped out. I mean, I stopped working out to add it to my notes app and I was like, this chick front facing cap. That's, that's the normal way. That's the normal. That's how everyone does it. Let's it's like, I hate people. I, I hate people who sleep in beds with sheets. I'm like, every, I thought everyone does you know what? That's yeah. a really good point. It just was literal for me. I'm like, you know, I was angry when I'm writing the song and I'm like mm-hmm. thinking about these guys and I'm like, yeah, they have those fucking front facing cats. <laughs> I had to I had to do it. No, I like it. I mean, the specific specificity of lyrics like that, it's what it was it's what grabs you by the balls. Do you think any of these any of these um former conquests that you're calling out only thinly veiled are going to take issue and maybe reach out to you via text message no i think they love yeah I think they, yeah they, any do. Of them they get do. like an inkling that it's about them they're like fuck yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna add it to my hinge profile yeah i'm gonna add it to my yeah <laughs> i think they're proud i i think they're probably proud too i mean it depends on unless they're like a total kind of like sad sack i feel like they would get in their feelings about it which i feel like you might have had a few of those in your life probably don't sleep on sad dick we all (laughs) don't sleep on sad dick we all have i mean we all had that i mean but i just think that being yeah i mean i think there's it kind of hangs your jersey in the hallway when in, in the in the excuse me in the rafters when when you're mentioned in a song even if it's not by name you know if you exactly if i know then that's good enough you know, if I if I can as the as the yeah. victim, let's say if a, if a if an attractive, cool person wrote a song involving me being a ain't shit motherfucker, <laughs> I'm walking around Erwan with the spring of my step. Ooh, still got it, baby. Uh, I'm I'm buying I'm buying the I'm buying the new tropics today on my credit card. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling real mm-hmm. good. Watch out, a heartbreaker coming through. What are your uh, <laughs> Sabrina? What are your LA? You know, because we're we're LA locals. What are your LA spots? Where are you? Where do you hang? This is the problem with being sober. Is that like I don't like to go out. Right. 25 you're getting to the point where people stop drinking so much all the time mm-hmm. but there's still a lot of that going on when you go out and it's you like, go from fourth gear to third gear to use a car pun i know you won't get that one but still <laughs> i didn't get it it means you reduce the amount but you're still pretty you're still cooking at 25 well you, you have like a job now you're not in college yeah. you have like a, some responsibilities you know so you have to kind of show up for work let's say yeah and it's not that it's triggering it's more that it's just kind of like annoying i feel i feel weird like it can kind of feel like if you're like around people that are just like a different age or something that you're like i'm not the right type of person to be here this is not quite right there's there's no reason for me to be here yeah so i don't really love going out that much and like i used to constantly hang out in silver like i lived there for like five six years but now there's a shake shack there <laughs> and there's like all this stuff that i'm like i don't know it's gotten 
It's gotten tough. We're we're much older than you, and if a twenty-five-year-old person is saying the same things that I'm saying, then it really is a problem. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So about good. Silver Lake. Yeah, I mean, uh, of Silver Lake or any neighborhood like that of you know Williamsburg or whatever it is, like people you know, like older than us, like in the nineties, are like, oh man, Silver Lake, it used to be so cool and all that stuff, and then yeah. you know, in two thousand one, when like the Strokes come out. You're like, dude, Silver Lake is so sick. And then 10 years later, like, man, it used to be so good back in the day. It was always so good yeah. back in the day. It's always getting worse as time progresses. But It was already bad when I was living there. Like, I wasn't under any impression that it was still cool like it was before. <laughs> but there wasn't a Shake Shack. And that was what did it for me. It's it's enough to make a a, a person want to move to Mount Washington. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> the big corporations yeah. are driving you to Mount Washington. They, I no, I'm forced. Well, we can't afford to go west. You know what I mean? As independent creators like you and I, Sabrina, yeah. we had to move east. Yes, you guys. Yes, you can. Come on over here. It's great. Everybody's hot. They dress like shit. They've got dogs. <laughs> it's perfect. It's, they dress it's, so it's, badly. <laughs> it's so bad. It's honestly crazy. Like, I watch people sometimes. I'll just look out the window and watch people walking their dogs and I'm like this is the clothes that you bought like these you bought these you put them on your body and I know a dog walk is like casual and like whatever but in LA there's no other walking so this is the right. runway you have to take this seriously yeah but I always think like if your outfit's really bad that and like it's like horrible <laughs> you don't even have the excuse of like oh you're just in a dog walk because it's like you actually own those articles of clothing. That's a good <laughs> like I, if I walked my dog, I could never wear some of that stuff because I just don't own that stuff. Yes. Yeah, sure. You, <laughs> you, know don't, I mean? you don't have the option to be that bad. Exactly. Yeah. You've put yourself in that position. What if, what if I'm what if all the stuff that you're wearing on the dog walk despite being ugly was all free? How do you feel about that? <laughs> because I have a great on running coat that I've been loving lately. I love I have I mean I have my ons right here. I love that. Wait, you're an on you're an on chick? Like, I'm not wearing it anywhere that I'm like hanging out with people, but they're comfortable. <laughs> Hold on. So you're are you telling me you're I'll show you. Okay. Oh, you don't even have the cloud monster? That's just the regular I don't know. I just <laughs> bought these. Okay, so the advance is looking good. Congratulations. <laughs> but you're loving them. You're loving them. So the ons, it's like heroin for your feet. Yeah. <laughs> they feel so good, you don't care how bad you look. Exactly. Are you wearing those to yeah. Erewhon or are you wearing those to bodybuilders? Like where where, where do you put the ons? I'm wearing them to Uber to Larchmont <laughs> and walk around. Okay so, okay, so you'll wear them. It's not just an exercise shoe for you. It's something that you consider to be part of your look. No, it's really, it's, <laughs> if I'm, if I'm, like I went to Boise Last weekend, I wore those on the plane. It's a great plane shoe. <laughs> That's the cool. I, I went to Boise Does that last make sense? weekend is a lot to unpack. It makes more sense than going to Boise. Yeah, it does. It really does. I liked it. It was snowing. It was nice. Were you paid to perform there? Yes. Okay. Well, that makes, that makes, a, okay. little, that makes okay. a little more yeah. sense then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what, what Was it a festival? Yeah, it's called Tree Fort. Is it outside? Yeah. I felt bad because I was under like a kind of like an awning so i wasn't getting snowed on but everybody there was like hail and snow sounds like a dope <laughs> festival i was like are you guys sure you want to be here <laughs> they're like no but you know we already we, we, yeah i hope they didn't have to camp or anything who was uh who was headlining this snow covered festival in boise idaho i don't know who was headlining the day that i played because it was like mm -hmm. they were like a billion different stages and it was four or five days Jesus so i mean was Christ. it some heavy hitters or was it kind of like a 
more like chill kind of like where the like chili peppers indie heavy hitters okay so mo- mo- modest mouse was on but the it was still sunny out yeah, that's the vibe okay. that's the vibe it's like yeah like we're not getting drake but <laughs> sure, sure yeah we'll get modest yeah. mouse i saw today that it's the pixies modest mouse cat power I saw that too going out yeah. oh, that's nice i was like damn there's something for everybody there because jason's a big modest mouse guy mm-hmm. um so we're, we'll probably end up going to that one together, Jason. What do you think? I would love to. I mean, I'm a fan of all those people, actually. I, I mean, I am, too. I feel like Cat Power, I don't want to see in that environment. You know what I mean? I want to see her more in a smoky room. Mm. But you got to take what you can get. Yeah. You got to take what you can get. Yeah, I feel like that could be tough for her in terms of, like, what people are expecting to see and just, like, the general rowdiness. Yeah. I feel like might be hard for her set. But it's a cool bill. Chan's going to open. Chan's going to open that one. We all know that. Yeah, I mean, also, I think that Modest Mouse fans at this point are kind of like IPA bros is probably the reality. Mm. No, I mean, they're IPA dads. Are they IPA grandpas? <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> you, bro. <laughs> Back in my day, we saw Modest Mouse in the rain and we liked it. Um, <laughs> Back in my day. Sabrina, you mentioned earlier growing up and loving new wave music. How'd you get into that? What are what are some of your faves? Um, I always loved The Cure. I was a big Velvet Underground person. I think I just sort of like wanted to find something that was my own. And we listened to a lot of pop and we also listened to a lot of classic rock. That was always like, that's what was always being played in my house. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to find something. I was like, I have my own relationship with music and I just want to find something just for me. And so I started sort of like finding the strokes and finding all these like rock bands, 2000s New York vibe. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I don't know exactly how I was finding music at the time. Like there was access to so much because of New York. I went to a lot of shows. Mm. Okay. But I mean, was there somebody in your life? Like, is your dad cooler, like an older sibling to, to find bands like the velvet underground and the strokes versus like, my Chemical Romance and you know stuff chill, like that. Chill out, bro. Which chill is, out. It's very easy to go down that road as a you know a young teenager. I didn't really connect to like the My Chemical Romance vibe. I mean, I liked Welcome to the Black Parade because who didn't? <laughs> I covered it on the piano at a talent show. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I mean, it is a 10 out of 10 masterpiece song, but yeah, I know what you mean. It is, mm-hmm. but I but I didn't connect to that genre as much. I I, I didn't have anybody who was like showing me cool stuff mm-hmm. so no to answer your question right it's just like new york you walk around and you see like how you see caroline Polachek's billboards in silver lake sure you're, you're walking by other music and they got a fucking interpol poster in the window you know yeah exactly exactly i loved interpol we all we all do it I, i've we've said this on the show a few times but interpol holds up a lot better than some of that stuff totally uh, yeah i said that about the walkman recently too i'm like this is like pretty this is like better than most of this stuff it's like, a lot of that and there, it was there, those weren't the most popular by any means yeah you know? interpol holds up really well i actually. saw an interpol t-shirt that was only 65 dollars yesterday it might be in your size a nice vintage it wasn't wouldn't xl wouldn't it wasn't big enough for me but a small medium i feel like you could probably where'd you see it it's a of someone i follow on instagram called mills <laughs> vintage in miami florida they specialize in punk and hardcore but also other stuff as well cool i'll look it up very cool <laughs> I'll buy it. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. It's only sixty dollars. That's like a third of the price of your ons. So you're I know you're I flush. Know. I know you're no, flush. No, those I gotta tell you, those ons were half off. Damn. Is that why the color is so bad? <laughs> I bought them at a store on 
Melrose. Yeah, that's why they're seafoam green. <laughs> um, well done. Well done. They were half off. I was like, what's wrong with them? And I think they just overstocked or something. Look at them, bitch. Just look at them. Yeah. Do you love do you love a deal, Sabrina? Yeah, I love a deal. Really? I do. Okay. Nordstrom's rack or TJ Maxx or Ross. Nordstrom. Nordstrom. Correct. Answer. So you're hitting Nordstrom mm -hmm. rack. What are you copping at Nordstrom rack? A men's button up? I'm not hitting Nordstrom rack. Well, it's like, I don't, I, the only time I can think of going to Nordstrom in like the last, I don't even know how long is I was going on tour and I was like, what am I going to wait? I like, I was like, you know what? I need like joggers. <laughs> mm -hmm. I need hashtag tour life clothes. Yeah. And I got a couple pairs of joggers and I got a steal. I don't even remember what it was. It was like three for one kind of a vibe. Wow. You sound like my girlfriend's Asian mom right now. <laughs> I got these joggers. I got a I got a fry daddy. I got new sunglasses for him. They got I got you the ugliest sunglasses you've ever seen. They're so cheap. So cheap. It's such a good deal. Sabrina, last deal. question as we're as we're landing this plane, we talk about uh whenever we have a cool guest on who has a documented history of drug use, we like to ask them the top three favorite prescription drugs of all time. Top three prescription drugs of all time. Mm -hmm. Adderall. Boom. Okay. I'm embarrassed. Why embarrassed? It's literally the most popular used That's drug the in the world. Answer. That's the most popular I was answer. A, I was an Adderall girl. Okay. I would say Adderall's terrifying. Yeah. And that makes it at the top of the list. Is the shortage still... like I, I saw the shortage being like a joke, but I also think it like really fucked people up. I was at CVS and I heard... I heard someone being like, I need my Adderall and it's actually prescription. And I feel like that's something that like I would see on Twitter that somebody lied about. Seeing. No, I really you know saw I mean? it. Like I was at CBS. On on Glendale. That's my home. That's my home location. Oh, really? As a, as a, I live in Glendale. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'll give you, I'll give you prescription drugs that I like actually. Okay. I love gabapentin. <laughs> I love it. And levothyroxine. And I can't say who. But there is a very comedian who goes to my CBS and picks up her levothyroxine right before me. <laughs> and we're thyroid girlies. And we see her there getting her levothyroxine. Not not thyroid, thyroid girlies. girlies. <laughs> we're thyroid girlies. So you, yeah. Okay, so you and Sarah Silverman are thyroid girlies. I love I'm to not hear that. saying I who. Love to hear I can't that. say who. No, 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 no. Of course not. Of course not. That's a of course not. Rule number one of being a thyroid girly. You never yeah. really yeah. rat. You don't out. out. You don't yeah. out other thyroid girlies. Unless you uh, want to end up no. like six nine. Don't do yeah, it. You, yeah, you exactly. Do I'll get kicked out. <laughs> I can't do it. Well, you just named two great drugs that I've never heard of, and the way you pronounce them had a an elegance and beauty to them. Thank you. So well done. Thank you for participating. Rolled off the tongue. We appreciate you finding a way. As it should, as a successful musician. But thank you for uh, potting with us. Yeah, and thanks for the album me. comes out April April seventh. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I full disclosure, I'm um, friends with your uh, manager Shira, and I've been listening to Blonde Shell from like day one. Oh, so really? I'm happy to see it come to fruition and you know the whole thing is is working so I'm, I'm happy i'm happy for you he'll be at the Thank meet you. and greet in boise yeah i'll be i'll be at the meet and greet i i per, i don't you know i'm not a big signature guy but if we could have a picture that'd be great i won't touch you right <laughs> you'll do the hover <laughs> yeah i'll the do the, I'll do the Britney hover. Spears. it's very yeah. respectful okay exactly. great all right sabrina have fun we'll talk to you soon thanks for having me all right bye guys